from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225 as we talk about your life and your money. Before we go to the phones, a couple of updates uh, right quickly. Um, Irony of ironies, uh, Zoom has announced that their employees must come back to work in the building. If that doesn't strike you as funny, I don't know what does, okay? (laughs) I'm just saying. And, of course, I've caught so much hell because I have said, (laughs) Ramsey, we work from work at Ramsey. That's where we work from. We don't work from home. We work from work. And, well, you're not flexible. No, I understand that humans need to be around humans and that productivity and creativity and vision go up when humans are in direct contact with <laughs> other humans. It's uh, it's a basic tenet of humanity, a human being, not just a human doing. Mm. And uh, so we work from work at Ramsey. All of us are in this building together, and that's why we get so stinking much work done and why we're so smart and pretty and all the things that we are. So there you go. So you're telling so, me the Zoom employees don't zoom in to their yeah they zoom out their, <laughs> now they got to zoom out get, to work yeah, zoomed out now they're now they're now they're going to zoom into the office is what they're right. going to do but yeah i just think it's i think it's funny That's i'm irony, sorry yeah. um, it's just because i think probably because i caught so much hell about it yeah and so you, you know but the other thing on a more serious note uh john deloney and i took a call from a young uh widow last week in her 30s her husband had died in a construction accident and she was uh, her home was in foreclosure and she was in tears through the whole call and it has tugged at the heartstrings of everyone who's listened to that call john and me included and um uh i had if you have heard that or are yet to hear it but you'll hear that i explained to her she's not going to lose the house mm-hmm. and that we're going to get uh lisa our uh, senior uh, financial counselor that works with crisis stuff on on the job here mm-hmm. and furnish it to her take care of her because as uh, people of the christian faith we're instructed by our book to take care of widows and orphans that's and right. so we do that's simple and so we took care of her uh lisa's met with her she's got all kinds of, you know the chaos that was all over her life is starting to come into order the house will of course not be foreclosed on she had a $60,000 mortgage on a $375,000 house. We're not losing that house, boys and girls. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, not happening. So anyway, we, we didn't lose the house. Everything's going to be fine. There's a lot of details to be buttoned up, but just an update that uh, she's fine. She's fine. And uh, literally thousands of you have reached out to us to offer assistance to her, uh, financial and so forth, on the uh, different social media platforms. Thank you for that. Um, number one, we have no way of organizing all of that stuff. We don't run a telethon, and so there's no possible logistical way we could. Mm-hmm. Number two, she doesn't need it. She's under control. We got we got her. Yeah. You know, a couple people stepped up in the community. Uh, the church, you know, we're hooking her up with a church that's going to help her. We've got Lisa, who's got superpowers when it comes to negotiating with foreclosures and dealing with mortgage companies, and she has all of the um, – regulatory knowledge that strikes fear into the heart of collectors (laughs) and so all of that so we got we got it we got it she's in good shape thank you guys Mm -hmm. but let me just tell you the thing i wanted to bring up was thank you a for all of you that reached out and those of you that even thought gosh i wish i could help her yeah you know 
here's what we've always done in 30 years of doing the show because sometimes one of these things elicits this kind of a response from our wonderful audience because we've got great people in our audience absolutely is hey what that means is god is telling you to help not her but somebody else mm-hmm. there's plenty of folk right there within reach of you whoever you are that need help there's plenty of folk that two thousand dollars will change their life a thousand dollar car for a single mom in that situation change your life yeah and ten thousand dollars to do it for ten of them mm-hmm. so this is why you get out of debt this is why you live like no one else so that later you can live and give like no one else so what i'm asking you to do in this particular case is take the unction take the um the spiritual direction you feel inside of you to help and go help yeah you're not gonna help this particular lady but there's yep. one just like her down the block i promise you mm-hmm. they're all over the world and so uh help that's, that's what word, the, that, that's what it's for because here's the thing if we the people take care of we the people we can make the government as irrelevant as it actually is you can put them out of business i know that drop the that help, salary put them out of the helping people business <laughs> that would um alleviate a lot of heartache a lot of pain a lot of taxes yeah it would alleviate a lot of stupidity and it would take the power from politicians to buy your vote that's a good word so we the people taking care of we the people is how it's supposed to be done it's called community it's called connection and uh it's called generosity it's a good muscle for everyone to flex ever so often Mm -hmm. and um inviting you guys to do just that and again thank you for your response to that lady that was a heart-wrenching call and situation it really was and hopefully for the listeners it shows you know we talk all the time dave this is a community we're not just people telling you get out of debt get there are facebook communities there are people doing this with you and they truly care about your journey they're right there with you and if that doesn't show it i don't know what There's does Five hundred thousand people on the baby steps yeah. facebook page yeah I mean, the Baby Six Facebook mm-hmm. community. Yeah. You want to get some advice? They will tear you up in there. <laughs> they will tear you up, but they, it's because they love I'm you. Y'all think I'm tough? You think I'm <laughs> tough? Jump your butt in that community. Yeah. But I oh. mean, yeah, There's you're right. There's a lot of interaction going on amongst uh, you guys, mm-hmm. our tribe, mm-hmm. us. Uh, this is not simply us barking at you That's on right. one end of a microphone and you on the speaker end on the other side. There's a lot going on here. And this kind of a thing illustrates that. It does. It does. There's there's people out there rooting for you. They've been there. They know how it feels. And the chance that they get to jump in and help, they're going to take that chance. Well, that's how you ended up, you know, you and Sam ended up becoming Financial Peace University coordinators. Heck yeah. You don't go through this and not want to help somebody on the other side of it because yeah, yeah. it changes your lens now you when you walk out you you notice the person behind you in the checkout you know Mm -hmm, what i'm saying you mm -hmm. notice you start to notice things that you've never noticed before and you know you see that person taking out their phone and checking their account before they pay you see that stuff now and so yeah you got to go back and help pay it forward once you're aware you can't be unaware that's right you know it's it does open up your eyes and get Mm -hmm. things moving so guys jump in and do that just find somebody to be a blessing to uh the odd thing is is that it'll bless you Uh, The odd thing is, is that generosity actually does as much or more for the giver than it does the receiver. Uh, And it seems like Jesus talked about that. So there you go. (laughs) Uh, The the giver is more blessed, you know, is what it amounts to. And so it's good. It's a good it's a good exercise. It's a good reminder for all of us that this is where help comes from. God does not use governments. God uses people to help people. It's It's his preferred tool. So keep that in mind next time someone wants to announce a new program. This is The Ramsey Show.
You worked hard for your home. It should be a place where you can relax and refocus on your goals. And something as simple as window treatments can make the difference. If you're ready for an upgrade, we've recommended Blinds.com for years. And I've used them myself. That's because with Blinds.com, you don't have to sacrifice your budget, your style, or great service. From blinds, drapes, shutters, and motorized shades, they make it easy and affordable to upgrade your entire home. And their team is always ready to help with everything from design consultation to measuring and installation. Plus, there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees. Everything is backed by their 100% satisfaction guaranteed, and shipping is always free. See why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Visit Blinds.com to save up to 40% off everything site-wide. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Jade Washaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Last week, we put Dr. John Deloney's new book on pre-sale. It comes out October the 3rd, Building a Non-Anxious Life, the six daily choices that you can make to eliminate the things that cause anxiety. Anxiety is a symptom, not a problem, according to Dr. John. He's exactly right. So, uh, yeah, if you want to not have the fire alarm go off, uh, don't take the batteries out, put out the fire. That's the idea. And so let's do a little preventive stuff here. Building a non-anxious life. Does that sound good to have a little more peace in your life? Yeah, Dr. John can show you really how to do it. And uh, this book is on pre-order. It's $20, and we're going to throw in $75 worth of free bonus items, including the ebook, the audio book, and one of John's talks, uh, all of that. Uh, for one price, because if you pre-buy it, it helps us with the marketing, and a bunch of you had thousands and thousands of you purchased it in the last five days. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. We appreciate the response. It's been explosive. And um, so, Building a Non-Anxious Life by Dr. John Deloney. Sounds good. Let's all it try. is good. Let's, let's all try that together. I love the book. It's, it's absolutely incredible. Yes. All right, Chris, all right, let's do this. Krista is with us in Little Rock. Hi, Krista. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hello, thank you for having me. My pleasure. How can we help? Um, my husband and I want to build a house. Um, we are currently, we have three kids. We're in about a thousand square feet. Um, one tiny little bathroom and our oldest is a girl and she's about to be 12. That and sounds joyful. <laughs> it's fabulous. It's the joy of my life. Um, they can't stand it any more than we can anymore. It, suddenly, last year, it felt extremely small, um, I guess because all my kids are growing up. Um, so we want to build. Uh, my aunt is a realtor, and so we got um, a market value on our house, and we could probably pay off the debt, pay off the mortgage, and walk away with like 40 cash. Um, the problem is we're both self-employed, which is recent. I was a homemaker before and worked um, kind of sporadically, and then now it's becoming a more of a full-time position. But he quit his job in October and is doing construction work um, independently now. Um, our income is going way up, but it's both self-employment. So yeah, it's you're gonna have to have to two. Know. You're gonna have to have two years of tax returns. That's right. 
Right. And our income was like um, 65 last year mm-hmm. um, with all of our side hustles and everything. I think that was like adjusted gross. Mm-hmm. Um, so How I old are your that kids? Really you told me the oldest one's 12. What are the other two? 12. Um, the, her little brother, nine and four. Okay. That's how old our um, kids were when we sold our house. Okay. And paid off the IRS. It was the last remaining debt from our bankruptcy. Because the IRS is not bankruptable. If you didn't hear, they're forever. Um, right. And so I got rid of the last debt and um, moved to a different school system was our motivation. Our motivation wasn't to build. Uh, but we cleared up everything and had uh, a little bit of money, like you're talking about 30 or 40 grand or something. It wasn't enough to get a house. And um, we rented for two years. We considered that. Um, right now, our mortgage is only 455 a month. That's with the escrow and everything. It's up to you. Where do you um, want to live? You can't build. I was going to say, you don't really have okay. much of a choice. You want to live in okay. a little house because or you want to live in a rental house? Yeah. Rent you can't build. Double or triple that. You can't least. build. You don't have okay. two years of tax returns. Like with enough income? Well, if you, know, if you, if you can do it on the income that you're showing, you have two full tax re- years of tax returns already? I thought you kept telling me how recent the self-employment is. Yeah, the, the self-employment is recent, yes. Okay. Uh, of October for him. You have there, to have two years of tax returns. They're not going to count his income. Of his self-employment, okay. Of, of self-employed tax returns. Because you, quit, make you quit your job stable. and you open a business, the mortgage company doesn't think you can pay it unless yeah. you've done it for two years. Right. That's true. Okay. I mean, I... I I've been right where you, you're at, Krista. You know, Sam and I, we had our own business, and you have to be able to show the stability of that, especially, you know, just starting out, like you guys just starting these businesses. And even for your own self, I would think that I would want to know, okay, we do, we're do we doing this thing. It's stable. So even I would want the peace of mind of having those two years um, for myself, not just for the documentation purposes. We did not right. move. We moved kids exactly the same age as yours, but we are a little bit younger than yours, a little bit. Um, but, um, but we did not move because of house size. We moved because of school district and because we could clear the debt in the full, one fell swoop. Mm-hmm. And so again, and then we rented for two years so we could save up and buy a house. Of course, in our case, we did it with cash, but the, um, that, that would be what I would do. And the reason I know that's what I did. So, uh, if you don't, then you're staying in that house for two years. Which I think they should anyway, okay. because for the money, Krista, I mean, you guys still have some money to save up for a down payment, and you're going to do that a lot faster with the mortgage payment you have as opposed to an inflated rate rent payment. I'm, I'm stressed already with three mm-hmm. kids in one bathroom, but um, yeah. I get it. I mean, I hear you. So either one's fine with me, your all's choice, but you don't. the, the third choice is to get some kind of rip-off subprime mortgage and get yourself screwed over. Don't do that. Yeah, that's not it. That's mm-hmm. desperation, and you're not desperate. You're just motivated. Mm-hmm. And, okay. and I'm, what well, I'm trying to say is, is I think your need is a reasonable need. I don't think you're being a drama queen. Okay, good. But but <laughs> no, but, you're I'm, not being but a I'm drama also, queen. but I'm also telling you, you've got these boundaries that aren't going these guardrails that aren't going to let you get off the interstate where you want. Right. Well, I just didn't want to get laughed out of the bank. Like if I go up there and you're say, I have this offer for land and I have. No, you're, you're um, going to, they're, you they're, know, they're not going to give you the to... loan. Okay. You're not going to get a construction okay. loan and you're not, cause you're not going to get a permanent takeout. The permanent takeout is the approval for the mortgage, the yeah. permanent mortgage that takes out the construction loan. 
mm-hmm. and you can't get approval for that without two years of tax returns of self-employed income. Right. Okay. For, okay. And, and, and can I ask a secondary question? Sure. Um, I have an offer from my employer, it's client, it's rolling over to employer. He's currently building a pretty massive river resort in our area. Um, that's why my employment has gone way up um, from just a couple hundred dollars a month to three or 4,000 a month. And he has offered as a help appearance to the bank to roll me over onto partial salary um, plus commission for each rental. Um, is that an offer that I should take or what should I consider when thinking of taking that as an option? Okay. It, it, uh, you don't need to do it to get the house because your husband's income just started in October. So we've got a two year burn from there. By then your commission okay. will also be stabilized and you'll know you'll have a, you'll have two years of tax returns. So you're not the problem, uh, on getting approval. Both of you okay. are the problem. Okay. So moving right. to this doesn't solve the problem short term for getting the house. Right. So the only reason you'd move to it is if it's a better deal financially, which way you make the most money. Well, it's hard to know because it's it's vacation rental, so we don't know how busy we would be. So I don't want to look back and say, oh, I, I ripped him off because I got way more salary than I should have. And I don't want to look back and say, wow, I could have made so much more. Employers don't get ripped off like long term. They fire you. Right. <laughs> if the comp plan yeah. doesn't work, we change type. the comp His plan or we is, let you go. So he's not going to yeah. get ripped off long term. He might get ripped off for one year. But after that, he's going to go, oh, Krista. We're going to fix this. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. that's what we would do, too. I mean, it's reasonable. So, uh, you know, I, I think the trick is just what which way do you make the most money? Because the only stability is in the actual income. It is not in the structure. Okay. The money is what gives you stability, not the method that the money comes to you. So this idea, I have right. a steady job, is laughable. That's true. You know, because okay. there's nothing steady but your ability to go kill something, drag it home. No, that's right. Come so, on, Dave. I mean, that that you, you yeah, know, you go you, make it happen. You're the secret sauce. Mm-hmm. So I, I would just sit down and whatever combination. It sounds like the guy's really flexible and a good employer, and he's wanting to. You know, he's got a he's got a rock star in you, so he wants to motivate you. So figure out the way that helps him the most and helps you the most, and I think you'll have a win win. This is the Ramsey Show. Most break-ins happen when your home is the most vulnerable in the middle of the day when no one is home. So I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. They're the best at what they do, protecting your whole home. Their award-winning system is backed by 24/7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, half the cost of traditional home security. And my listeners get 20% off their system when they sign up for Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafedirect.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe.
Jade Walshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. We're glad you're here. Lane is next in Louisiana. Hi, Lane. How can we help? Hey, how are y'all? Better than we deserve, sir. How can we help? Man, um, my my situation, uh, I don't think, is near as bad as a lot of the ones that you guys come across. Um I'm wanting to start investing in real estate, but the problem that I'm having right now is having the extra money um, that I can set to the side in order to start investing in real estate, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I just want some ideas on how I can start, you know, tackling the debt that I have to be able to free up some of my income in order to start investing it. Yeah. I think that, I think that you have the right idea knowing that you got to get out of debt first before you would even think about buying real estate. And it sounds like this is for wealth building purposes beyond just being a personal residence, right? Yes. Okay. Are you, do you live in a house now that you purchased? Yes, I do. Okay. All right. Can you start breaking down this debt that you have that's in the way of all this? Yeah. So, uh, total debt is about 160,000, 120 of that is my house. Um, I've got about 3,700 on a credit card. And uh, eighteen thousand uh, in personal loans, two personal loans. Eighteen thousand in two personal loans. How much are they a piece? Uh, one of them is about uh, ten thousand. The other one's about eight. Cool. Well, I don't know how long you've been listening to us, um, but we do teach to get out of debt before you were do anything close to what you're talking about doing. So I kind of just want to break that down with you piece by piece, and then you know. Take, take it or leave it, I would say. Um, okay. The good thing about it is you've got $37,000 worth of debt. 120 of it, it's your house. So what we say mm-hmm. is pay off everything but the house First. for now. So what's your income looking like? So let's see if we can find this margin. Um, before taxes this year, so I'm, a, I'm an hour, hourly-based employee, so, uh-huh. but we do work a lot of overtime, But it, so our, our income, it does vary, but... As of right now, it's looking like I'll make somewhere between 120 and 130 this year. Okay, and is that just you, or do you have a spouse? No, that's just me. That's just you. Are you? Do you have a spouse? No. Okay, so 120. Man, can you live you have anything on in savings? I'm sorry. What? Do you have anything in savings or non-retirement investing? Um, no, no, nothing besides a 401k. Um, I do have around a hundred thousand in a 401k right now. Um, and then as far as savings, uh, probably about five, 6,000, five, 6,000. Okay. Well, what we would say, we walk through a series of baby steps. Okay. Are you familiar with any of those or will this be your first time hearing it? This will be my first time here. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually just now hearing about Dave Ramsey. I heard about you guys Great. maybe a month ago. Great. Well, I'm happy to explain this to you because welcome when, to the party. Yes. We're so excited. I'm Lane. I'm, I got extra excited right now because I love the baby steps. They work. And so I love telling people about it. Okay. Baby step one is you need to get or keep aside a thousand dollars saved. That's your starter emergency fund. That's just, is not, is not forever. It's just temporary. Good thing is you've got 5,000 saved. We keep a thousand of that aside. Then you can take the 4,000, put it towards this debt, knock that down to 33,000, right? Right. And then baby step two is paying off your debt, like I said before, except your house. So that's, we're knocking out the rest of that 34,000, 33,000. And with your income, you could do that so super fast. It's just you, right? 
Yeah, right. all you got to do is yeah, control no. trips to the bar. Yeah, that's it. Well, uh, well, luckily I'm not a I'm not a big fan of the bar. Good. Okay. <laughs> well, let me keep. We're, walk- we're we're making so much progress so fast here; it's unbelievable. I know. Let me so keep let's, walking let's through. Let's temporarily it. stop your 401k. Temporarily, okay. let's get some scissors out and place them across those credit cards and have a plastic surgery party. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're done with those. We're gonna get a debit card. We're not spending any money we don't have anymore. It hadn't turned into a blessing for you. And then we're okay. going to go scorched earth where you have no life. Your whole right. be your whole reason for existence is to pay off debt as fast as possible, as if your hair were on fire. The faster and the deeper you sacrifice, the higher the probability that you actually get out of debt, number one. But number two, obviously, the faster you get to this goal that you called about, which is going to reach over later and pay off the house with a little less intensity. Um, And then we're going to be in a position to save for, uh, you know, save up and pay cash for real estate. Yeah, and by the way, right. I wrote my numbers down. I wrote that you had $37,000 in credit card debt. It's 3700 Yes. So you're yeah. working through this yeah. a lot quicker yeah, than what ca- I was credit saying. Credit card's gone. Yeah, you're credit pay, card's done pay immediately. Today. Pay it yeah. off today. And then you've just got mm-hmm. that 18000 in loans to work through. You're going to do smallest to largest. That's how we pay off our debts. You're going to do the $8,000 one first, and then you're going to move to the $10,000 one. And dude, be, I gar- quote me now, by the end of the year, all your debt's going to be gone. And then you're going to save up three to six months of savings and you're just going to walk this thing through. You'll be able to restart your um, retirement and baby step four back to 15%. And you're just going to walk this thing through. And before you know it, you're going to be set up in a position to where you could save up to buy real estate and cash. Lane, it's exactly what I did. And the book we wrote about it is called The Total Money Makeover. And I own a whole bunch of real estate now, mm-hmm. all paid for, never took out a mortgage for any of it. And when there's problems, well, cash flow isn't one of them. So um, that's a different situation. So hang on. We're going to send you a copy of that book, The Total Money Makeover. It's going to give you the – it's the baby steps on steroids. It shows you every little nuance, every little detail, because I can tell you're a guy that figures things out. And we're going to show you. You read this thing, you're going to be on fire. You're going to plow. If you do what we teach you to do, you're going to be in such good shape uh-huh. in such a short period of time. The good news is you don't have to talk any spouse into this. The bad news is there's nobody nagging on you to make you do it except me. <laughs> so I'll be here to nag you. That's my job. And if and if I don't work, I'll send Jade after that. <laughs> I don't know which one is worse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one's more frightening. <laughs> Hang on, Lane. We'll take care of you, my friend. Welcome to the party. All right. You got to love it. John's in Ocala, Florida. Hey, John, what's up? How you doing, Dave? Thank you for taking my call. Um, <laughs> new, uh, kind of new listener to the series here. I've been kind of binge watching your uh, episodes there on YouTube uh, for the last you know, couple of days here. Uh, figured I'd call in. Um, I've been pretty frugal most of my life. Uh, don't have any debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and my fiance both don't have any debt. Mm-hmm. Um, I purchased property uh, pre-COVID and in the intention of building, and then COVID kind of happened, and we put things on hold, which looking back on interest rates now, I kind of wish I wouldn't have. Um, but we've been with my parents for a few years now and have this property and we need to build and, uh, and get out. So, uh, planning on building shortly. Um, but I have a decent down payment. Um, well, I've actually got more than the 20% on what I'm assuming we're going to need to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was going to be my question as far as should I put more into my down payment to knock down the loan as far as possible because of the, higher interest rate or 
put down my 20% and then over time just kind of pay on, you know, almost double payments every, every other month or something yeah. like that. John, I'd love to answer your um, question in, mind, in just a second. Let me ask you something. Okay, go ahead. Do you realize that when you started telling me about building that you sighed? <sighs> yeah, I know. That's only because as from the beginning, I've been frugal all my life. I've never had any kind of debt and pre-COVID we were oh, planning okay. on building. So it's not, it's not dreading cash. the actual building project. No, no, no. It's I, dreading, I I'm going to be in debt. And I want this house. <laughs> yes, okay. Did right. you, now let me, let, let's go back to your question then. If you don't want to be in debt, why would you borrow on your house to invest? So I don't have a house. I know, huh? And you okay. called me and said, I don't want to put as much down because I think it might be smart to put it in the stock market. That's just like borrowing on your house to put it in the, to put it in the stock market. Gotcha. Follow me? So put as much down as you possibly can. By the way, all the studies of millionaires that we've done indicate that's the right move. It's what they do. They don't screw around with that. They get out of it as fast as they can, almost universally. Very few actual millionaires. I'm not talking about idiots on TikTok. I'm talking about actual millionaires. Very few actual millionaires love debt. Very few of them. This is The Ramsey Show. Walshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host. Sherry is next in Salem, Oregon. Hi, Sherry. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. How can I help? Well, I guess the question is, um, I'm I'm having trouble hearing you, honey. Can you speak directly into your phone? Okay. That's okay. Can you hear me now? Barely. It's kind of muffled, but let's give it a shot. What you got? Okay. I'm almost 69 years old, and um, I just finished baby step one. Um, I got my my emergency fund, and I'm starting on baby step two. However, I know that because I've been listening to your program for a while, I know that you encourage people to um, buy real estate, buy a property, a house. Mm-hmm. And I have no siblings. I mean, I have siblings, but I have no, no children, uh, no husband. And I live in a travel trailer that I rent property. Mm-hmm. Um, is it really worth it for me to, at 69 years old, to, Buy, pro- uh, buy a house after I get my baby steps done? It's not worth it to stress about it. Um, <laughs> but the, um, what are you living on? What's your income? Um, I get uh, approximately 1600 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, 950 of that, or 
95 of that is social security. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it is a, um, a civil service survivor's annuity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from my husband when he passed away. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's your entire income? That's my entire income. How's your health? Not real good. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's, what are you struggling with? As far as health? Yes, ma'am. Um, uh, well, I'm pre-diabetic. I've got fibromyalgia. I've got asthma. I've got, mm-hmm. I've got a whole list of things. Mm-hmm. Bipolar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I more than anything, I want you to be out of debt and have a big pile of cash for an emergency. Mm-hmm. I'm a lot more concerned about that with you. I would spend 99% of my effort if I were you on that. If something changes in your world and some extra mm-hmm. money shows up and you want to think about a house, you could do that. But there's not a house in the numbers you just told me. I didn't think so. And, um, and, and I also didn't hear, I, I think you're pretty content housing-wise, aren't you? Actually, I like living in a little travel trailer. thought you kind of like that place and everything. The only downside of that as a long play is 10 years from now, that lot price is going to be a lot more. It's going to increase more yeah. than your Social Security and civil service is going to increase. Probably. Yeah. Oh, not probably. 100% chance of that. The government does not. The, when they inflation adjust, it's not the same as the uh, trailer park uh, lot guy inflation adjusting. He's going to adjust more. So yeah. if you, you know, if you may, if you make it to 79, it's going to be more of a pinch than you have now, but you won't have any debt and you'll have a pile of money because we're going to build up in a big emergency fund. So I'm okay. If that's your play, the big reason we want people to buy a house is just stability and renting goes up, rent goes up and it destabilizes. It takes their stability away. You hear what I'm saying? Yes, I do. I I would do the same thing. I heard what Dave heard in your voice, which is you're content with what you have. It doesn't sound like you're in a condition to just go out and make a bunch more money here anytime soon. So for you, the thing to focus on is getting out of this, you know, keeping what you have, building up a big savings. How much debt do you have? I have about 15,000. On what? Most of that is um, medical bills. Okay. Bills. All right. And how old are those medical bills? Um, some of them are well, they range anywhere from about uh, 10 years to now. Okay. Anything over one year, they will take 20 cents on the yeah. dollar for if you negotiate with them. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. The only so, thing is you need to have the cash ready to go. Yeah. If you got a little pile, of, build yeah. up a little pile of cash and then call that thousand dollar bill and tell them, I don't have a 1000 I got 200 If you'll take it right now, and you got a four-year-old medical bill, they're going to be just happy to hear from you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. When you now, do- you need to do that on a day when you're feeling kind of, uh, kind of sassy. <laughs> a feisty and, day. And feisty. You don't need to do that on a day when you're feeling down, okay? Okay. That makes sense? That makes sense. So let's, so bottom line is I think you get out of debt for say four or five grand, mm-hmm. six grand in this situation, maybe. So you're going to mm-hmm. work your way through this with some negotiating power and some other things. Um, and, and you know, when you pile up a big old pile of cash 
if you decide you want to move that trailer onto a little piece of land and you buy the land, well, that wouldn't be a bad move. Yeah. But but that's something we don't have to fret about. And it's not like you're mm-hmm. a bad person if you don't do that. I'm just trying to get your life stable. And anytime I can get rent out of your life as a long-term play, yeah, it stabilizes your life. That's what I want to do there. Yeah. All she's got to do is you know, stack up five, every time she gets $500, stack it up, call them, make a deal, keep it in writing forever, stack up another $5, call, make another deal until she's out of this debt. Good, good clarification point in writing. If they don't give it, if a collector doesn't give you a deal in writing, it didn't happen. That's right. Because you can tell they're lying if their mouth is moving. And so you've got to get it in writing and no electronic access to your checking account. Your social security check will hit and they'll clean you out. Yeah. So do not allow them access to your account under any circumstances and under no circumstances do you give them money on a verbal promise on the phone. Well, Harold told me, well, Harold doesn't work here anymore. This is what you'll hear, Mm -hmm. okay? And Harold wouldn't have done something like that anyway. You're lying, lady. You still owe the whole bill. Well, I've already paid 200. That's what, no, you owe the whole bill. It's what you're going to hear if you don't get it in writing. Mm -hmm. And uh, not like I haven't done this 10,000 times, okay? So- you just need to be a little sassy with them and make sure you get it in writing and no electronic access to your checking account. Try to settle it for 20 cents on the dollar. I'll bet you can settle most of them for that. Go ahead and explain to them, by the way, you're a widow that lives in social on social security in a travel trailer, right? It's not exactly like you're prime picking for collections. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you're what we call judgment proof because you can't garnish your social security or civil service. Mm-hmm. So you, they can't take your income. Yeah. Only thing to do is clean your account out if you let they go into your account. So you yeah, got to be don't careful. Don't give them that. Don't be, give them that Don't give them account information ever. So, uh, and, and they don't want a travel trailer, so they're not going to bother you. <laughs> um, but the uh, but but they're going to talk big, and that's why you need to have your swag on, your sassy on. Yeah, turn your swag on. And uh, <laughs> that's your good day, right? That's that's the plan. Little little little, little swagger when you walk in the room. Let them feel it. That's how it goes. Because it, it's what it takes. I Absolutely. Mean, you got to bust through it because these poor people sitting in cubicles making phone calls to people not paying bills all day long yeah. are not easy to get along with. Well, sometimes you have to bug them as much as they bugged you. You know, that's a dadgum truth. You know? You have to drive them crazy. They call you every day. You call, call them every day. Leave a message. Yeah. Mike, Could I did have you your hear personal it? home number so I can call you right. on Sunday night? <laughs> Mike, did you make the deal yet? I'm waiting for the paperwork. Call them at dinner time. I love it. <laughs> can I find out where you live so I can call your next door neighbor? Okay. Yeah, let's do that one. That's that's one they do that's illegal as crap. Oh, but yeah, the Federal Fair Debt Collection Practices Act gives you folks all kinds of protection when you are being harassed by a collector learn it it's good information it is good information i didn't know that back in the day no and and you know the fun ones are they change their names <laughs> i had one i had one lady call me and she she met these made-up pseudonyms uh-huh. her name was mrs baskerville Nuh-uh. the hounds of baskerville yeah another one was mrs savage that wow okay. and I, I started laughing i said you're no more savage than anything and she goes that ain't funny. It's my real name. I said, no, it's not your name. You completely made that crap up. <laughs> That's when you make your name up. I'm like, Mrs. well, this is not Dave. Yeah. This is. <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Savage, this is Mr. Cyclops. There you I go. Mean, come on, right here. <laughs> One eye in the center of my head. Oh, brother. These people. Some people's kids. This Can't make it up. This is The Ramsey Show.